When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. show i am your host the big guy ryback happy thursday ladies and gentlemen streaming live on instagram and tiktok i did a little double shift there looking at myself on all the cameras triple shift actually i've got cameras all around here as we're streaming everywhere here on ryback tv on youtube guys where you guys are the co-host of this show you can join us live in the mornings early morning early afternoon later mornings here monday through thursday on the ryback show on here, ch- Super Chats are greatly appreciated. The ebb and flow of the show goes where your questions goes, guys. On that, we are on Twitch at Ryback Rules as well, live streaming. And also on Twitter at Ryback over there. Freedom of speech and freedom of reach. We're going to continue. We're going to continue to stay hungry on that and, and talk about all that until we get that account fixed and can move on to getting everything else fixed and moving forward with everything itunes reviews are greatly appreciated if you guys got a moment you listen to this show thank you to all of our audio listeners we are moving up the audio i think we're like at 97 uh in the top 100 which is always always nice but that's just for the audio with that but i like i said if we could take all the listens that we get across all the platforms we're a top podcast for the wrestling podcast i want to get that it reflects though on the audio the audio is important on that and uh that helps with different sponsorships and and advertisements on the audio as well that we've got all programmed in so i always want to plug the the audio on this show but i you know the show cannot function without the the live aspect of this and doing your question to let you join the show live uh each and every monday through thursday that we do this so thank you guys very much for the love and support on that this show is brought to you by feed me more nutrition my premium supplement line sweetened with stevia and monk fruit no harmful artificial sweeteners or colors for all people men and women he she and thee on feedmemore.com. We're doing the text message deal today like it was yesterday for the email. 30% off. I'm giving you guys a discount here on YouTube till midnight Pacific. Everybody can save 30% off your merch orders, the Feed Me More, the Truth Always Wins, the the South Park Ryback, the Only Gains. That's super popular. When I wear the Only Gains stuff at the tank tops into the gym, people notice that one right away. People love the Only Gains. It's our best-selling merch on there check that out all the feed me more all the hungry merch and the best supplements on the planet discount code hungry 30 hungry 30 percent off your order get your orders in guys before midnight pacific tonight for that deal to go through <clears throat> welcome to everybody let's get into the chat what do we got going on uh how comfortable were you in wwe beyond comfortable 
wrestling is honestly, and I, I could wrestling is so easy to me. And it wasn't always easy to me. It always, I always thought it was going to be easy based off of like, and then doing it. And I had to get over some mental things from my first year in and, and that style of training. And, and a lot of, there's a lot of negativity and overcame all of it. Uh, wrestling now is honestly, to me is it's too easy. Then the, the hardest part of wrestling is conditioning. And that's easy. Cause I, I do it so much. And I took that away years ago as far as letting that ever be an issue for me ever and anything with it. So um, I, I feel very comfortable in a wrestling. I never, never freak out. Nothing. I was more comfortable in WWE than I ever was in developmental or anything because I'd finally, I figured who I was as a human being and, and it really with everything, all the reading and the learning and just at peace in many ways. And that just continues to get stronger and stronger and stronger. I, I thoroughly believe I could get dropped into the middle of the ring and function full force at any point in time, promo match, anything like I'm that confident with it. And I'm looking forward to backing that up at some point in time and uh, making adjustments as we go along. But I was very comfortable. Uh, we've got a super chat. Yeah. Uh, rest in peace. They uh, let me pull it up here. Fat ass dogs, thank you for the super chat. Rest in peace, Jerry Springer. Uh, yeah, in the news today, uh, Jerry Springer, who was affiliated and had done things, uh, some things with WWE over the years, I believe was 79 years old and, and has passed away uh, from what I saw. And it was, uh, I believe, related to pancreatic cancer. And uh, I send my, my thoughts and, and, and prayers and condolences and positive energy uh, whatever phrase you want to use, that, that's, those are the ones I will use uh, to his family and friends. And you know, he lived a he lived a he lived a, a, a long life, and uh, and hopefully went in peace. And never, it's always a sad day when when we see celebrities or people. It's a sad day when anyone passes away, but that we all know or was a part of our lives at different times. And you know, growing up and. You know, I remember Jerry Springer when the show and those shows were all new when I, I was a kid and they used to be like some of them were more tame. And then and like those shows were always on like, like um, they'd have them on at the doctor's offices or the dentist. They'd always have those things. Or if you, you stayed home from school, you know, th those shows, you would see shows that you didn't normally see because you'd be at school all the time or, or that you only saw during the summer or something. And then the show you know, obviously they went the route they went with the the more over the top route and in the chaotic uh, stuff, which I think Justin Roberts was even on Jerry Springer uh, and played one of the roles. And, and they were paid actors, the people to go along. And, and, you know, it was wild. But, you know, he was I don't think anyone I think he was the first one to do that with that. And it was a reflection, though, of how chaotic and how crazy our society has become. And, and you know, so naturally. That tied in, you know, in him and being an entertainment, and you know, it was an easy, easy layup, you know, to 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 do stuff with the WWE. Those those things, you know, have a lot of similarities in a lot of way from what he was doing, and um, so yeah, Jerry Springer though has passed away dead at seventy nine, and uh, it's. Seems like a lot of people, man. The last few years, it seems, I don't know why, it just seems like more people have passed away. Sorry, I messed up the camera there on TikTok a little. More people have passed away the uh, the last few years. than But, I mean, it just seems that way with social media the way that it is. I'm sure it's no different. 
Hello, hello, hello. Have I ever taken steroids? Yeah, when I was younger, from pro hormones started. That was natural. Innocently, GNC sold it to me. Didn't know anything about it because it was. I played baseball. The Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa stuff was starting. They sold me some bottles of Andro. I had some money. It was at the mall, the GNC at the Meadows Mall in Las Vegas, Nevada, which is still there. Remember it very well. And um, did 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 some pro hormones, not even knowing that those were were essentially steroids. Those were sold over the counter, and that and then uh, and then did it did it. Trying to think how many actual cycles uh, of of steroids from around 20 to 24. And there was a period, I'm talking like maybe four or five total, nothing like not nowhere, like in very mild, very like my first one was, I think just testosterone and gained like 45 pounds and not like blew up. Remember Jay Cutler, the bodybuilder would see me at the gym and he goes, this is before I ever did anything. And I was like 240 naturally. And I'd gotten up heavier than that. I was like 250 something, 260 naturally. And I'd cut down and looked really, really good. And and never touched anything. And he, uh, Jerry, I mean, Jerry, the uh, Jay would, he'd go, you, you have the genetics to be a pro bodybuilder. And I go, I'm going to be a, a pro wrestler. And I've always told that Jay Cutler has met two wrestlers in his life that he said have very promising careers in pro bodybuilding and went on to be, have pretty good pro wrestling careers. And it was John Cena and me. Jay, last time I saw him, it's been a bit, but he reminded me, he goes, the two guys I meet that I tell should be bodybuilders, go make it and become pro wrestlers. <laughs> so that was always, that's cool when a guy like that, you know, who, who obviously I don't agree with the, the drug usage or anything, but I do like, I like Jay and he's very business savvy and he's very motivational and you can't stop, knock the hustle. And I, I still appreciate everything that anyone does to reach the top in any profession and will never discredit that kind of stuff i just am not a fan of, of the rampant drug use of all that and whatnot and uh and then i've been on i had to go on trt and i, I went like year a year year and a half without doing anything from 20 to 24 and it wasn't like it, it was very mild but i, I did i didn't it got into it and uh and then wwe had the drug testing stopped completely and uh, I was one of the only people whose body did not change. Why did my body not change? Because I never abused them to begin with and always had. I had a fantastic base naturally that I built up from working out since I was a kid till I got to 20, around 20 years old, whatever it was, almost 21. And, and uh, but unfortunately, it, low testosterone after those and the beginning ones and not having like post-cycle therapy after the pro-hormones in my first cycle of testosterone. And I've talked about that. And the guy that I was supposed to get it from, I knew I was supposed to do it. I paid the money to get it. And the guy was a drug dealer and get skipped town. He like, he disappeared. He was, he worked at gold's gym and that's where I got hooked on it. The guy was at the gym working at the gym that I worked at. And he would always talk about how, if I did it, I could be the greatest. Like you just bought into it. Cause it, Jay's telling me that I'm like, well, man, maybe I should look into this. If I want all these people are doing it and becoming successful and, Triple H came into the gym with Nash and Stephanie during the Olympia. And this is, I talked about, this is actually what played a, a big part of me deciding to do it was I heard them talking about steroids and I always watched him and, and he was one of my favorites growing up, Hunter and Nash in that. And then I go, man, and they looked absolutely unreal. I just remember at that time and I go, oh, that's what I have to do to become a wrestler. Like, I just go, oh, that's just what, and then i saw like uh, Eddie Guerrero came in. I think it was Eddie and Benoit. They were in town for WWE when I was working at Gold's, and I just remember them. They, they were in there, and they looked absolutely unreal. And then I just go, that's just what 
that's just what I guess you have to do, but it's not what you have to do. But it was it was an adolescent mindset and not having enough information at hand and, and then letting other people's uh, decisions or insecurities w- for their reasons for doing it, letting it become mine. Uh, and, and unfortunately, though, like I said, been on TRT, HRT since 28, pretty much. And uh, and I hadn't done them for like four or five years. And at 28, had blood work done and, and got some labs and uh, everything came back. And I was in shock. And I go, I, I didn't even know i didn't have any symptoms or anything and and they go no you 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 need to be on trt there's no and i mean we it wasn't like a just a split really quick there were there were multiple tests and like it's it's just unfortunately some people can do one thing in in their body it shuts down your natural production and it never bounces back to what it was with it and uh you know but i have no issues i know i know i'm healthy i'm normal and you know it's once a week it, it's so simple. Stay in, in the mid-normal, high mid-normal range. And uh, and that comes down as the week goes on. And it's, But it stays in the normal range. And uh, But that's why I've always been very upfront and honest about that. And I guess like, I, think it, I think it's important, especially because a lot of people don't understand, though, like me on TRT and not on TRT are almost identical. It's, it's a very minute difference. But there's a huge difference in like energy levels and, and, and how I feel with that. And just overall, like motivation is better having healthy testosterone levels. And it's very unhealthy to have low testosterone levels makes your bones weaker. It's not good with that. So, uh, but you know, it's, I think it's important for people. It's essentially, it's the closest to being natural, but you're not natural because you are taking an outside source of testosterone, but it, it is, it is, through a board certified physician, through your doctor, it's monitored. You're not taking a dosage that will put you at a at a uh, advantage over somebody with normal testosterone levels, essentially, right? And that's where I think that it, it, like things like UFC, they're really missing the boat. They need because WWE has the TRT usage policy in the drug testing with that and you got to go through there you got to get checked all the time and like it's if you do it properly it's healthy and you're it's like most people probably need to be on it there believe it or not and a lot of them as they figure out the, the sleep schedule and the stress their test levels start crashing on the road over time guys that have never ever touched anything it's because of the the lifestyle and the job so it's very i i knew right away when i was at 28 i go in doing i go this is just going to eliminate one less thing of worrying about stress and all that and low test levels and just be normal with it. But if you look the way that I look and you work the way that I work and you always were big to begin with, you're always going to have people that are going to doubt or be skeptical. You know, I've always just been honest and upfront. I'll tell you guys, if I, if I started taking stuff, I would, I would, I would talk about it. I would have no problem to say, I added that in and I'm, I'm doing this and, you know, but I would never, ever, and I don't have any intention or need or desire because health is always my number one priority. And, and health, and, and when you do this stuff outside of just TRT, HRT, you are now then, you're now messing with your health. And it, it's not worth it. It's not worth it one bit. And uh, why? Like, how much bigger do I need to get? How much, you know what I mean? I just learned, you learn to be happy. And that's where, like, a lot of a lot of people in the fitness world, they may look like they have it all together, but they're usually the weakest, most fragile people mentally. And, and that's not saying everyone but the majority of them are with it. And that's where I I did a lot over the years. And I used to be more insecure about my body when I was younger and things 
that I've just become more comfortable with as time goes on. And you learn to like, everyone has little things and little twerks and insecurities and things for whatever reason stem from childhood, you know, like with things I always, you know, I used to always like be, have my clothes off when I was a kid and go around shirtless everywhere and tank tops and somewhere along the line. I think I don't remember exactly, but I think one summer I was eating more junk and I, I bet you, this is probably, if I had to like dive into like, why, where did it change where you got a little more uh, covered up over the years? And I go, it was probably somebody making fun of, like I put on some body fat, for the first time one summer from eating a lot, eating chips out by the pool, drinking sodas, didn't know in my, it was just, it was still very active, still looked good, but I wasn't as in shape as I had been. And all it probably took, it's just someone saying, Hey, fatty or Hey, and then could have just been like, Oh, I'm going to wear a shirt here, whatever. But uh, it's crazy. Cause wrestling, I have zero insecurities wrestling. I could wear trunks, anything. Like I'm completely, but it's like, if I'm in everyday life, I wear the baggy clothes. But I have, I actually have my tank tops. I am wearing my tank tops again, like around and, and just wearing tank tops during the day after I do the show. And I've, uh, because my arm, everything is back too. Cause that was a little, I got a little self-conscious after the injuries on the right side. Cause you know, my shoulder, my shoulders and chest development could not stay what it was because what it was is when I'm, you, you cannot stay the same physically. If you're lifting 150 pounds on, on dumbbells and shoulders every week for years on end, and your muscle is used to that, you know what I mean? And then you all of a sudden have to really lift really, really light. You're going to naturally, things are going to come down. Luckily, I held it to where I still was very, not horribly far off for what I went through at all. I, I think the, the the biggest drop it was, was maybe at the peak 20 pounds from what I usually was, maybe right around that. And uh, so I, uh, I'm... I, that, you know, for needing a five disc fusion and shoulder replacement and not stopping and having to stop working out. There were that, a lot of that came after the stem cells. I had to stop working out for months and do just, just do the elliptical things that weren't going to really just to stay healthy. And, you know, so, so we made it out, man. But I, I, during that time, I really, I've had the injuries where I've had to deal with myself physically, where I don't get, you know, for bigger people too, you see it with bodybuilders, wrestlers, you, you do want to try to stay true to who you are and your persona. But, but there's going to be times and things where it, you can't the you're not going to be what you were all the time and you think you get sick injuries things happen and i just realized i go i just and i i joked about it on here probably many i go the big guy isn't about just body size it's about spirit <laughs> and heart and passion and hunger the big guy big ambitions the uh so 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 it's not not always just tied to the physical but a lot of people have difficulty with that. But I had to deal with it many times. And so where I'm a little more, you know, that stuff doesn't bother me now. Like I see people all the time where people will make a comment on a video, even things that are, and they'll go, I see people too, like even on Twitter, if they're like, yo, bro, Ryback, man, don't look, lost all his, I'm like sitting at 280 reading it. And I'm like, what are you talking about? People just are so odd. Like not one person in my life in real person is ever, it's always, oh my God, you're huge. Sometimes on the videos and like everybody can look different at different angles and different things. But I go, I just laugh at that now because it's just like, where's it? That might have bothered me more when I was younger or different things. It's just like, and usually the people that are saying it or the, the people that are nowhere close <laughs> to what you are, you know, and they just can't, they can't, they, they, they don't get it. So.
Processed food, yeah, it can be good if you're certain processed foods, and there's better ones than others, and that's there's levels to all of it. But yeah, when you're trying to get calories and in, in like for certain things, but you're always best, and that's why I say rice and beans are probably the best way to if you're bulking, adding a couple rice and bean meals to your to your day is is one of the best things you could do uh, to, to bulking up, and you're getting you're getting nutrients, and you're getting you're getting you get into the protein some complete protein with the beans and rice still even in, you know, but if even that, and you put, you want to put some chicken or beef or whatever in it. And, and I would do a low fat protein with it and, and, and pack your carbs and, and protein into a couple extra meals a day. You ain't going to beat that. Like that, that's as good as it gets. And price wise, it's probably the cheapest depending. And there's levels you want to buy organic and stuff, is good, but still, way cheaper than buying processed foods and that have the carbs and fats because most processed foods too, are most of the time are, are filled with carbohydrates and fats, which you want to always separate your energy sources as much as possible. Uh, the ultimate true uh, tails fan. Thank you for the super chat. What's better to start training deadlifts or reps? Uh, I don't understand what training, what are deadlifts being compared to? I want to be able to answer your question, uh, but I, I don't. Deadlifts, I believe, too, are a lift that most people, I was just thinking about this earlier because I, I, some women I know, they're always like trying to go heavy on deadlifts and like they don't do anything that warrant having to go heavy on deadlifts. And um, I just think that, that I've learned over the years, so much of this stuff is useless in real life. I don't think it, it, it's like, but you're better off. Like deadlifts can be beneficial with, with proper form. The problem is, is when people, everyone's ego gets involved and you start having to go heavy rather than just lifting to feel it and to feel the muscles you're trying to work and flexing and squeezing and contracting. If we keep that in mind with everything, more often than not, we're going to be, we're going to be amazing and great and feel great. The problems always arise when our ego gets involved and we start trying to do weight that we shouldn't be doing. And then we want to see like, oh, I've got to lift 300 pounds or I've got to lift 400 pounds or I've got to do five. And then guess what? Then people can't just like people we get. And I've done this on things. You get too caught up in the numbers. And we think we're lifting. We got to keep lifting this certain number. But that's not our priority is on the number, not actually on doing the rep properly, training the muscle, keeping the focus and the tension on the muscle that we're trying to work. And we're, we're wasting energy and time and putting ourselves at a higher risk for injury for no reason. The only people, again, if you want to even warrant, the lifts probably shouldn't be done anyways with how, how at a heavy rate, like for max deadlifting and things, the risk that your body, and I'm talking like permanent risk of game over with at any one point in time. Once you realize that and that the risk to reward weight ratio is not, it's not worth it. it it's just something I go, what? that point that lift though if done with with lower to moderate weight with proper form is extremely beneficial because it's just you're not you're not putting yourself at a weight you can't handle and it's not putting the stress on your on your disc and your joints and different things and i remember i i always had aches and pains from lifting so heavy all the time and, and that that when i finally just realized like what the hell am i doing like at what point do I just say like do I have to do it? My at some point it's, you're not going to be able to do it, so you might as well like learn that at early age. And it's like, but but it, if we lift with proper form, 
Don't worry about what anyone else is doing. Just try to get as strong as we can get with great form and not cheating at all. And I'm telling you, it makes, and uh, it was something that I really, really have found very, very beneficial and uh, we'll look better. We'll feel better. And, uh, and you'll be amazed at how actually strong you are and how fast your strength climbs with great form. You might have to pull back initially, but your strength will just start skyrocketing because the muscles are actually truly getting worked properly. You're not you're not jumping from 30 pounds to 50 pounds curling, and that 50 pounds, you're not even really curling. It's just your body for the most part. The actual time under tension is so low from the cheating that's going on. Even if you think it's minimal, it's not minimal because if you do it with completely locked out strict form and just let your bicep curl, it's, it's a completely different ball game with it. So... But, you know, people that like compete and stuff, at least whatever little money that they're getting, it's not worth it to begin with because those people, it's all just for promoters. Once you figure out how the world works, business and promoters, and, and they use humans as, and, and could give you, promise you a little bit of something, a little bit of fame, a little bit of money here and there, a little, you know, and, uh, and it's all just for them to make more money. And once you figure out the way of the world, and then you, you, you man, it makes things, it just changes. It, it allows you to make pure decisions more often than not. Victor says you can go heavy, just not regularly. Keep it at five reps minimum. And once in a while, go for a, a record. But don't push it if you feel your form breaking. Yeah, and that's again, that's under with perfect form, essentially, and clean form on that and it, it, it's something that doesn't happen so often for so many people because so many people we just go and you just start working out or you watch some videos how many people actually really have a professional teach them how to do everything almost nobody with it and these people there are some that's where there's some really great trainers and things and if you don't have any experience at all if you know you were going to go play a sport and you wanted to start taking playing tennis you, you'd get tennis lessons most likely People do, and they go, right, you'd learn a specific skill, and weight training is no different, and it has the most serious repercussions when done wrong, which a lot of people, you know, you you snap something at a young age, you, you probably never going to be the same, and you know, you're just, you're just banging your body out without even knowing it, and uh, and that's where lifting technique and lifting properly, learning how to breathe properly Things that a lot of people don't think about. Ryback, would you wrestle in a hot air balloon if the money was right? I'm gonna take a, a I'm gonna hard hard no on that, my man. Hard no. But I've I've stopped bench pressing too. Bench pressing, and I do everything, and my elbows in, and for explosive power, but really slow and under time under tension and squeezing the muscle, and everything is really, really coming back nicely. Doing that, and my strength is climbing really nicely, and I'm stay. I feel healthy. I'm not having setbacks in the gym with like my shoulder with things. It's, I'm in a really, really nice spot with it all. But like benching, most you don't. We don't need to bench. It's not even. It's it's the worst thing for your shoulders. It has that's where a lot of shoulders. Where my shoulder thing initially started. Outside, it was actually wrestling, but that benching made it worse. And uh, when I went and broke the record, and again maxing out and seeing this gym, went and walked in, did five hundred and left. I hurt my shoulder further on it, and ended up having to get surgery shortly, shortly thereafter. That or, or was that after? 
that might even been after the surgery, but I remember I aggravated it. One of either way, it wasn't good with it. And, uh, but I didn't have proper lifting form. I, I lifted it. I, I had my elbows out. My elbows weren't tucked. Nobody, the guy that was there would, wasn't teaching that at the time. And it, my fault, then I shouldn't have been doing it, but they, that's what the, I've had myself in that environment. But like most of the time, I never once need to do like that. That stuff holds no bearing in real life most of the time in any situation that we're ever going to need it. But it's just something that people did. So people keep doing it. But and you can do it and do it with with the right weight and form and, and your shoulders are more protected. But the risk is always higher on bench press than anything else. And for most people get too involved with the so many people are just concerned with the amount of weight that they lift. Like I've lifted some big ass weights and like I could care less that honestly, I'm like, what, what's the most I would need to pick up in a wrestling ring that in my life, I go, that would be my training would revolve. I go, if I was wrestling, if big show was still wrestling and he's 400, 450 pounds, my workouts would consist of then my with squats and, and having some deadlifts in there would be working my way up with, with great form to something around that at some point i wouldn't be be doing the five six seven hundred no need no need stupid with it so and even then if you're wrestling someone like as long as you could do it and you're safe and picking them up you don't have to be testing it out in the gym all the time but most of the people wrestling are on, on no you know you're, you're lifting around a few hundred pounds you're, you're not going to be wrestling get many guys over 300 pounds so Ego lifting, it is, uh, it's it's a real thing, and it's that's where you have to learn to, to, to not pay attention or worry about what other people are doing, and a lot of people are gonna making that mistakes, and you know I've been strong enough and in the gym curling 120 pound dumbbells, and I was very strong with that, but I was using some momentum. It wasn't like a full blown cheat, but I and I was extremely strong, but it was, it was. Uh, nowhere near as beneficial that if I'm curling 25 or 30 pound dumbbells and just letting my bicep and squeeze and contracting and just letting my bicep with this almost close to perfect form as possible. I get, I, my arm looks better, looks better and is getting a better workout with that 25 to 30 pounds on it. And I can still go work my way up and get my form and still go do that. But I'm not actually, what are you training? You're not, you're just putting yourself at a higher risk of getting injured and you're not really curling because I could not curl that 120 pounds with perfect form. I could not hold that weight down in my arm and just let my bicep try to bring it up. I couldn't. There's no way. But you put a little swing in there, your elbow gets a little under, and then you could get that top portion. You get that top portion with not perfect form. And you're like, oh, I'm the man. Look at me how big and strong I am. Oh, that girl, she's going home with me after the gym today. <laughs> that never happens. <laughs> Dudes, come on, dude, bro, you curl 120, my man. Can I put that on my TikTok? I've already got it on mine, bro. Thanks. I shouldn't say that about the gym. That did happen to me, actually, in McDonough, Georgia once. I take that back. It did happen once. But it wasn't because of the 120-pound curls. But I was in a tank top looking good, looking good. And, the, and a hot fitness girl in there was looking really good. McDonough, Georgia. That was a good time. Just like give the big guy a second. Just having flashbacks. Good times. Good times. Thank you for allowing me that quick break.
I am 41. Thank you. Rosemary, I'm pretty sure you, you're the same person that brought up the sleep apnea, uh, apnea remo removing my, was it? Hold on. Yeah, I don't, I'm not getting anything removed right now for my sleep apnea. I'm not, uh, we've talked about that not long ago. So I don't know why, because I'm pretty sure it's not a, another random person asking exactly the same question as prior. I've heard that it's not good to be jealous of other people's happiness, among other things, but talking about it makes you feel better. Yeah, I think it's, it's one thing, it's it's a lot of people have that issue, and it, it's just learning to, to become aware of it, and when you catch yourself maybe in, in, in correcting it, and that's that's all you could do and try, do your best to try to, to feel good in, in, in other people's happiness or success or things that that make them happy. Right. And, but it, it's oftentimes human race is very selfish and it's very, just by, 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 by nature, just human nature, the way that it is and social media can, can make things worse with people. And right. That's where you just got to focus on what you're doing. And typically when we're happy with everything that we're got going on and I always say, I'll tell people like, it's a good thing to practice. Like just pretend you've got $5 billion in your bank account. Like, really truly genuinely put yourself in the moment of like that you believe you have five billion dollars in the bank and that and think about the things that you would do and what you would like plan and go buy and, and or you would want to buy family or things to make their lives better put yourself genuinely in that moment and really if you could actually truly do that and really feel having five billion dollars and that you're set for life and that and that you're going to be anything that you want like anything like you're, you're okay with that you will feel a level of like just i feel everyone could have different feelings but just like a very uh, calm great feeling peaceful feeling and in that like the if you're truly in that moment things won't bother you like because you you like outside of something that that money can't fix obviously but but like you if you can get yourself just feeling good and like understanding that and then like if you you have that and you know you're okay and everything you're you're happy in your life and you've got everything you want and you're doing what you want and right. You feel good. You're less likely to get upset about other people doing good. And that, that, that is genuinely, that's not always a hundred percent given, but it, it, it is one of the, it does play, it play a part. So it's just like, we, we, we tend to, we can, we can get off track and get become angry or unhappy with what other people are doing. But at the end of the day, we just have to focus on what we're doing and what we're trying to build or make us happy or live our lives to the best of our ability. Thank you very much, Wyatt, for the kind words. I do not know if Roman will hold the title until just WrestleMania. We'll have to wait and see. Looking at your comments here. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Ryback Show. Uh, very disappointed. Tick, TikTok has been very bad the last couple of days. Once again, they um, and I, I don't know what to do. I've talked to you guys about my issues on Twitter and everything, and it's on every. It's on the YouTube. YouTube. I opened a chat again yesterday. Have a long email from them, and uh, 
they they will not acknowledge my request to speak to somebody to and i've sent in things over and over and over and and i because all these like the people that work for these companies if they get back like youtube will have a person get back like they they go by the book they send you copy and paste on every response pretty much with it and then they send the same thing every time like they'll dig into your analytics and but they 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 won't answer any questions you like if you go can you tell me what your current relationship is with wwe is you just want to know you guys that we know they can see that you guys are partners can you can you tell us anything more like they they just can't they can't answer anything with things and, and i go do you and like do you guys suppress channels or have shadow banning technology they will deny it they denied but it's already been proven that they do have it and they've been tied into some political stuff already in doing things and i'm like i go this is bad it says like my issues are never going to be fixed by these low end people that are the first in line whatever they send all they're sending is they they'll send real analytics over i go great do you think a channel that's grown and that was getting millions and hundreds of thousands of views do you think it's normal that the, the, you know they have videos under a thousand for the same thing that people were once watching and are subscribing to currently still and the numbers keep going up can you say how that's so low and they can't they can never answer because if it's not by the book on something they can copy and paste of they can't and it, it's so so bad but TikTok, they tried to issue my uh, account a strike a few days ago, three, four days ago, and I hadn't done anything. It was over an old, old post that they tried to hit me another. This is what they've done to me. I've told you TikTok is the best of all the platforms I'm seeing the most on there, but they're still hitting me constantly with things. Even when I'm not doing anything, they're going back and going to old posts. And then I got to go find it and then submit. And usually they get reversed back. But why that's even happening to begin with on really old posts is very odd, but it constantly keeps my account in a state of violating or what they think. And then I have to appeal it or I have to find out. And uh, but they issued me a strike. They now have a new policy where they do strikes. The video, though, had nothing wrong with it, appealed it. It got overturned. And so the strike supposedly was removed on it. And I go, whoa, this is you guys are going to like issue strikes over like old videos on things if your if your rules change in a video from three years ago that didn't violate any rules now violates a certain rule with whatever but ever since that strike thing happened that they removed my all my posts have been even lower again in the the lives like i said when i it, there's a big difference getting 50 to 100 thousand people in here on a show and then you get it into like only two or three thousand see it the live in total you're like what's going on and i can see when it's because the numbers are really low when it's happening and they're just not distributing. And it's like, man, what do you do, you know? But it, it, it's very frustrating. And it does, I need to get all this fixed. And, I, and I, the Twitter is going to be the big one. If I can get somehow Elon to fix the account. I have a case open. They have not gotten back in days on it still. I am waiting to see if they're going to send another copy and paste or that being a Twitter blue. If they're actually going to, like they say, have a human help me with this and all I need to do is get my account. If if I can just somehow get my account investigated and looked at by by humans at Twitter, and I know for a fact because everything they've told me and everything that's gone on and looking and seeing everything, they're going to find a lot. And Elon's talked about the coding and the prior people. They have specific coding on specific accounts that they have to go in and actually find that like they're like Jesus Christ. I know this exists. I just it, it's. Swear to God on my life, I will, it will, it is, they're going to find a lot. 
And so it, it needs, if the Twitter thing can happen, that's going to be a major, major gateway into me getting the other stuff and getting my voice back. So I have to stay on top of that. And it's, it's, it's priority number one. Looking at your questions here. Let me see here. Somebody says McDonald's now has a Big Mac dipping sauce. Chicken nuggets dipped uh, with that sounds good. I'll have to uh, see what that's all about. Maybe that's another, That's maybe that's the feeding time for tomorrow. A Big Macs with the new, the new Big Mac sauce. Even though my videos are not getting, I've switched to doing the real food reviews like we did. And they're getting less, my, my real food reviews as far as, and I say real, the non-vegan like real meat and, and chicken and stuff. Those videos that we're getting, those used to get so many views are now getting less views than my vegan videos got. How can it, it is wild. Like I, I, I it's, it's, uh, I, I, I got to figure it out. I got to figure it out. YouTube has told me too. They keep telling me, they've told me, they go, you cannot come here. We, they, they literally sent me a thing, no threats to them, nothing violent, just saying I would like to come and meet with somebody in person and have a actual physical conversation, like, like in person in, in about all of this and, and voice my concerns, show my side of things that I have with this and try to get some answers. And they, they no, we can't have you come here. We'll have security, our, 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 the safety of our team and our people. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Nobody's... And I literally go, can you tell me where there's been even remotely any threats of, of violence or threats against hurting anyone? I go, I'm asking to come have a conversation. I'm asking for a phone call. I can't get any of that. You guys, it's so weird, all of this. I go, this is wild. But I go, I'm not going to stop. At some point in time, shit's going to hit the fan. It's going to have to. And it's not going to make me look bad. I've already lived through all the worst parts of this. So... Just got to stay on it. Good to see all of you. Owen Williams, thank you very much, brother. Greatly appreciated. We're just going to shell shock out of here on that. I've seen you just, what a weird. I'm bald because I shave my head every other day. Uh, do I use olive oil in your salad? Do you use olive oil in your salad and how much? I just use a little bit of olive oil, maybe one serving, right around one serving in the morning uh, with my eggs, my egg whites and eggs, onions, mushrooms, spinach, and uh, a little serving, uh, usually two to four ounces of, of, of ground bison with that. And jalapenos, jalapenos, fresh jalapenos cut up into it. Good to see all of you. Welcome to the Ryback Show. Hey, Jacob. Jacob says, hey, Ryback, what are your thoughts on Andrew Tate? Very interesting. I, I follow him on Twitter now. I saw him on Twitter like maybe a week ago, maybe a couple weeks ago. And saw today he's tweeting a lot or was that he was having some sort of reaction to something. Um, I don't know, man. It, it is it is very odd watching what is going on and for them not to find anything supposedly when you would think there would be a lot based off of how they're treating him or how they've treated him and being deplatformed. 
it makes you just really go like, what is really going on here? How I, we need to be more concerned. I'm telling this is why I'm speaking about my stuff. We're moving to a very, very, this is, if this is happening to people like me, people like him, it can happen to anybody. And it is happening to a lot of people for different reasons. There needs to be freedom of speech and freedom of reach. This stuff, we need this addressed. It is, it is, it's a huge issue. But when you look at what they've, they've taken away from him, it's very scary. And uh, it, it's, I tell you, man, I don't, um, it's scary the direction that we're going and have been going for a long time. And, and the older you get, the more you see just how screwed up everything actually genuinely, truly is. And, and, you know, it's, uh, like I've said, there's always been, there's a lot of very good human beings on this planet, but there's a lot of bad and evil that we will never be able to reason with or, or. You can't, you can't debate with, you can't, you can't work with in any way. And, uh, and that's where like love and kindness doesn't work against that. Unfortunately, it doesn't. And, and the greats prior to us knew that and uh, certain select ones. And it, it is, I truly believe it's going to be the only way, like the best chance for the human race is going to be nukes go off everywhere and just hopefully good people survive. Like, and even that at some point in time is going to go south all over again, unless the correct system is in place to allow for a society to like, it, it's, we're not, we couldn't do it prior. We're not going to do it with eight to 9 billion people and growing. And I don't know what it, it's, it's, it's just not, that's why I just say, say, thank you for each day. Do our best to live a loving, kind life to those around us. And at some point in time, it's all going away. There's no, at some point in time, it will. It, it, hopefully it's not in our lifetimes, hopefully, but it, it, it's, it's coming at some point with things. It's just too many where we've gone the wrong way for too long. And when people though speak up or tell the truth and, and their truth or, and are being silenced by, by, by politicians and lobbyists and elites and, and different things, there's too many of them and they're too powerful. He's finding that out. And he, he has money and stuff that you can't, you're dealing with, he's one person. You need, you need a team of great people to fight an army of, of bad people with money. And we're seeing that just like, just look at all the stuff going on in the world. It, it doesn't take a rocket scientist, the Epstein stuff. How the fuck is that stuff not being, how? It's because it's been normalized and these people have been doing this for so long. It's like, this the world is wacky and crazy, man. There's, and, uh, but we need the good people to rise up and speak up and, and, and stick together and, and try to just, you try to just stay around people like that as much as possible and, and just stay away from the other. Cause it, it's the only way to get rid, rid of the other is through means that will put you away forever. Unfortunately. Uh, this is kind of a good thing. And I'll tell you what I think if WWE, someone says if WWE would just replace all the writers and lock Vince in a closet, the talent now would get a better story line for themselves. No, here's what I tell you. They need all those people. And I'll tell you the problem. This is why AEW is way more appealing than WWE, because I believe AEW actually lets talents come up with storylines and things and, and people and where, and then they, they, they help fill in the, the 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 dots and nothing's perfect, but at least it's like kind of talent 
driven with things like like say uh, say uh, just say MJF, MJF has been champion for 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 another year and MJF they want to get the title off of him and MJF though has a way and he goes to Tony and he goes you know I really think I would I would like to put this person over Tony and, and, and they go if we do this I have this really cool idea for for eight weeks of TV. And, and at the end, it's going to be to make him and thank you very much for everything in this run. And, but, but like, and, and then they work out, but it's a talent driven storyline. Right. And that's just one little off the top of my head, made up scenario. Anybody in the company, like Ricky Starks can say, Hey, I would really like to work with this guy and do some business or do this and that. And like, but a big problem with this too, is the, 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 the pay when I've talked about this and not equal pay. That was a, a question more based off downside on a lot of things, not a, not talking about a lot of other things because it will never be equal pay with the different roles. But you need to have common sense and know what I was talking about, which all the talent did. A lot of the fucking marks have no fucking clue on that. Try not to cuss when I did. Get me out talking about the marks and I can't help it. But I think that's where if, if people weren't hurt on their pay by losing, because they are, people are hurt on their pay by losing. More often than not, if it, if it gets out of hand, if they're not protected to a certain level, you're treated differently too in WWE if you lose more. You're actually treated more like a loser in WWE if you're not winning as much by the office. I swear to God, you you. It, it is. I've always just thought it was so batshit crazy. On it, and I've seen it. I've seen it happen to so many people, and I'm just like, what is going on? They, they, this guy, they're actors. We're all actors or physical actors going out there doing what is asked of us. But I think if you, you, so that's where I'm saying if, if the pay structure was more balanced in the sense that losers weren't treated like losers, they were treated as the winners that they are and that they're playing roles to help a team win. And in, in the team and in, in things get switched up and shuffled around all the time and within that team, right? With that. But if that wasn't such a big issue, more talents would have more ideas too. For things and go, hey, I want to come work this guy. I want to put this guy over because they know they're not going to be hurt by this shitty system that this man has created where he treats people based off of how they're winning or losing, which you have to go along with. That's being professional with it. And, you know, it's just absolutely insane when you break it down with that. But Vince and them don't, they do their own thing. Vince doesn't want to, they they want to push who they want to push. They want their storylines and the talent very little have very little to do with that oftentimes outside of suggestions on your top angles and different things your people could be more involved but even then it's still them pretty much kind of determining the ebb and flow of, of the direction things are going so that's a big problem within within the organization if the if, if the storylines were allowed they can come up with stuff and you in, in wrestlers feedback and you're allowed to go hey you know you're you're there and the pay situation I've addressed, all that is, is taken out of the equation. You'll have people wanting to work storylines and do things and pitch different things. But a lot of times people do this. This is a thing you learn really quickly in WWE. Your creativity gets shut down pretty quickly with it. And, or even if it doesn't, your time gets wasted by the more you pitch. And then they just throw it all out or they give it to other people. And you're like, well, I'm not going to do this. They've just given the last three things I've given them to other people on like, like, Fuck this. And uh, 
But I, I agree. I think the best pro wrestling is wrestling where the wrestlers are involved in their storylines. And because I think the wrestlers are the best with that, but I do think writers and those people are beneficial into helping fill in the gaps into helping when everybody knows a direction and coming up, it makes everyone's life a lot easier. So I don't think those people are, are very uh, instrumental in the process. It just sucks though. When it, it stuff is being done, it doesn't matter. You're just being handed lines. You're not allowed to change it. This is what they want. And you're just like, well, this is what we're doing now. So. Shell shock. Thank you for playing. Looking at your questions here. What an odd thing. It, it's always, always funny to me when fans message, I, this happens way more than I think it would a fan saying they have dreams that I returned to WWE. I tell you that I, I get it multiple times a week, every week. That people say, I get it, and they'll see something, they, they go, I had a dream that you were, I'm just like, that's wild. But thank you, I guess, for having me in your dreams. Thank you very much for saying you enjoyed me as a bully and a nice guy. Someone says Ryback, it's a spiritual battle, a battle of evil versus good. Yeah, it is uh it, it is it is definitely it is definitely a battle. You know, it is uh this is why though, like I I when I talk about freedom of speech and freedom of reach, this is a very big nobody's voices should be silenced for any because we all have different, we really need. These platforms, because the platforms, I told that's what I was talking about with Elon. He's now just censoring things based off of his views. He's doing what the other side was doing, even though he, there's, they're doing other things that are more transparent. He hasn't fixed the big issues yet. And the fact that they're keeping the shadow banning, the, the, the suppressing technology, and they're just going to tell people what posts are being suppressed, we still won't know if they're suppressing other things because that technology exists. And that's where this corruption, I go, there needs to be user agreements that we force these companies to put out where they, where they, where they, this technology is done away with and where they're, they're, they're not going to use it. And it is, it is a legally binding agreement, the user agreement. That's the only way to ensure freedom of speech and freedom of reach. Now people violate the rules or posting things that warrant an account being suspended or banned or however that, that is, that is, I'm all for that within in that, that stuff. And, but, but suppressing content should not happen. There's no reason it happened all during the elections with different things. It's happened to me for seven goddamn years because they're partners with an elite multi-billion dollar corporation. And people, they wanted my social media accounts. They didn't get them. They lost everything, literally lost everything, but they are finding ways to hurt my life. And I, I'm trying to, to, to let people know what is going on. And I've been trying for many years now more people than ever are finally, I think, seeing it. But it, it is. Uh, I like. I would wish this on nobody. But this is the. It's a very dangerous thing, and they're, they're they're these people are very powerful, evil people out there, and and it's there's a lot of other evil people, and they've all kind of combined together, and 
the good people do have to unite and and and, and you have to fight back unfortunately that's the only way But that's where I say I look at my situation and all I know what I can do is I can what is what I can control. And that's where I go. I have to get my shoulder completely game ready. I have to get back. I have to get the right connections. I have to do what I am born to fucking do and better than fucking anybody at and get out there and be the most intense motherfucker on the planet like I was and do it at a higher level. Take all that anger and turn it into positive energy once again. And then this other stuff is by a trickle effect is going to get fixed because I've tried the, the, what I'm doing isn't working. And I've tried all different approaches with it and they've taken it away. And I go, this is a very dangerous game. And they, cause what they, Vince and them want, they want, they want me to lose everything. They think they don't, they didn't think I was going to get my health back. And this, at some point in time, when they started taking this away, they go, he can only go for so long if we take it all away. It was what they but they didn't account for me getting my health back and having other things and other investments they didn't know about. Cause this shit is pretty deep and serious with it. And so they're going to lose. They know they're going to lose, but they've tried everything they can to make it as difficult as possible. And that's where I just, I haven't budged. I haven't, I go, but let's just get healthy and let's, let's play the game. It's, it's a game called life. Vince ain't going to be around too much longer. I could promise you that with it. And, and Hunter, he, he's found out the hard way already with karma and he's going to continue to find out. And I feel bad for him with it, carrying on the, the, the injustice, injustices and corruption from Vince and not being any better. Hello. Hello. I'm glad I have my supplement business as well. Feed me more nutrition. I'm glad I have each and every one of you and the loyal customers we have and the people you guys, I wanted this. None of this would have been possible if I did, did not launch this, my passion and do this. None of this would have been possible. And I've been very protected and, and uh, I'm very thankful for you guys. Uh, I, somebody says, I'd like to see you have a channel on rumble. That's funny. I am on rumble. So all you got to go do is watch the shows on rumble. Every single show is on rumble. My man, have you searched for it? Or you, I've literally been there. Everything is connected to YouTube that goes to, goes to right to rumble. I don't have any rumble. I don't even know what, what the deal is on it though. I have the, I have the channel. I, everything just goes, gets uploaded right to rumble. I did, yeah. Naomi supposedly has signed with Impact Wrestling. So uh, congratulations to, to Naomi and, and to Impact Wrestling. Naomi is an outstanding talent and, and, and great woman uh, and wrestler. And, and I'm very happy she, uh, she found an opportunity in a situation that, that was appealing to her. I don't know the length or the terms of the contract with anything. But uh, hopefully it was a nice deal that everyone's happy with and, and uh, looking forward to seeing what she does over there. I will say I did see, too, that Tommy Dreamer, uh, unfortunately, his mother has passed away. And I have not looked. I just saw it in passing quickly before uh, doing today's show. And so condolences and and to Tommy and, and to his family and just, I, I can't even imagine that. And uh, it's going you know, to unfortunately happen to all of us. Mostly it's just, uh, uh, hopefully everything's all right. And, and 
it's it's not all right, right? So, but Tommy was always very good to me. I like Tommy a lot. He was always uh, he was head of developmental, head of talent relations. Was he head of talent relations or develop? He was he was essentially kind of like a boss at one point when my early on into wrestling. Always very good to me. He was very always uh, very complimentary, and I remember when I uh, sharing just a quick story about Tommy Dreamer. He uh, he was a, kind of saw me when I was in Deep South Wrestling when I first started. Everything with Bill DeMott. And and I was very early on into my development. And they had very high hopes of the company. They, they, I've, taught, I've told this story before. John Laurinaitis, my first year in wrestling at Deep South Wrestling, I was just doing drills every day. I wasn't actually learning how to wrestle. I tried. They weren't letting. It was, it was eight hours of drills. John, so I didn't, I wasn't getting taught how to do matches and it was just getting the shit just kicked out of you and tired, drilled, staying in the ring, other people tagging in and out for 30, 40 minutes. Like this is real life boot training, the, the stuff. And I wouldn't take any of it back. But I remember Laurenitis was really upset because of the lack of development for matches because I wasn't, they hadn't even done a match. <laughs> they weren't having me do matches. So how can you, you know what I mean? I hadn't, trying to don't even know how to do trying to learn moves and but they're just having you do drills every day for for a long time <clears throat> and uh Johnny cut a promo on me in deep south wrestling on how they they wanted me to come in and they wanted me to be the, like a, a Brock Lesnar like just from come in in big huge jack young hungry and, and 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 like I had never had anyone speak to me like that in my life and I remember being so angry because I knew deep down I knew what was going on and, and there was a lot of people there but I happened to just be the the new guy there was me and one other guy that were new and other people everybody else was knew how to wrestle with it and uh and I just took it but I, I never forgot it and I got my revenge on that later with Johnny and with everything and when I told him I was gonna be the biggest star in the company in a year and tried to fire me when I was this was after the ankle stuff and they, I've talked about that and, and they didn't fire me I kept my job and then I went and did exactly as I said exactly one year from that date and I reminded him I go one year from now I told you this and, and he just smiled he goes yes you did with it and I, I love Johnny and uh, with that regard like I always had respect for him and but he uh they had high expectations and so Tommy saw like my where I was at initially where I was going with this and then when I got rehired and was at FCW Florida championship wrestling and, and had, was wrestling. And, and this is before I got called up and was, was had, had finally had gotten it understood. And uh, Tommy though, just goes, he just goes, I just remember he just goes to say, he just goes, you got really good. And he, he goes, I didn't, you know, he goes, but he was just knew what I was in deep South from a brief period of different times of just watching me in, down there and always doing good and working hard, but doing drills and not, but not doing matches or very basic entry level matches. And, uh, and I just remember that's what I was like, man, that was a really cool of him. It was a really, really encouraging and motivating thing that he did by telling me that. Cause it, it reassured me the, of where I was right before going up that I was, I was, I was, I was ready or as ready as I was going to be at that point. And, uh, it gave me extra confidence with that. And I always remember that. So I just wanted to share that Tommy story, but it, it, he was always, you know, he's, he's that kind of guy. He'll tell you, he'll tell you if you suck or, you know, and I'm pretty sure he probably did that first year in deep South, but uh, man, I just, I hope everything's all right. He's a good guy. 
Tommy's a, is a good guy. Out, like, and it just like take wrestling away, everything. He just Tommy's just a good, good dude. Hello, hello. Good to see all of you. We've got some super chats on here. One second. You're very welcome for learning me turning you on to Rhonda Byrne with The Secret. This helped me immensely over the years. Super chat. Savio Rodriguez. Thank you very much. He sent 179 of something. It's probably 50 cents American. Thank you, buddy. Uh, sir, I loved your work in WWE. Hope to see you soon. Thank you very much, buddy. I greatly appreciate that, and uh, I hope to see me too soon. <laughs> Looking at your questions here. I did see the thing about their potential people possibly for the world heavyweight, the new WWE world heavyweight championship and saw that it's possibly Seth Rollins is someone they have in mind. And I think that would actually, I, I, I really like that. And uh, I, I could see that happening. And I think there, there's uh, Cody having Cody win that right now will not be after the things with Roman uh, it would be fine, but I, I think it, you know, the thing with Cody and Roman, it would it'd be cool if they, if they were going to do it, if they really wanted, but you don't want, you want to keep them separate. So they can't revisit that with that. Cause they're not going to unify the titles. I think, uh, Cody's storyline is, is hopefully going to be to pursue Roman. If they're going to do that, that, that is massive for Cody. If that is the long-term goal or vision, or they, at some point, if he gets distanced away from the title, if he loses to Brock and, you know, has to go through more adversity and then they start getting him back on track again. I don't know what the storyline arc is going to be for Cody Rhodes. I'm telling you, I just uh, be ready for the worst. Hopefully it's not. Hopefully it is exactly that and, and everything is, is smooth sailing. But it's... Uh, It is what it is, and I can't control it. And, and but I, he's he's killing it right now, making money, and hopefully happy. And uh, I'm looking forward to his match with Brock Lesnar and Puerto Rico for WWE WrestleMania Backlash in Puerto Rico. The uh, <laughs> but uh, and I think I botched, I, I botched the uh, when I talked about that. The WWE World Heavyweight Champion is going to be decided. It was at night, the night of champions, May end of May, not uh, WWE Backlash in Puerto Rico. And uh, so, but I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with Cody Brock. I definitely want to see that match. I want to see where this is going. I want to see, I want to see how they work together. I want to see how much offense Cody's going to get. I want to see Cody if he, his intensity. And uh, his selling is going to be there. There's no question. You're working, Brock. Your selling is going to be – you're going to be selling those suplexes. Selling that that back and neck. So we, uh, I, I want to see what kind of story they're going to tell with those two, though. 
Somebody says, I have the stream paused on my brother's tablet and I'm watching it on the living room TV at home. <laughs> the Ryback Show coming to you live every week on televisions near you. I, uh, I wish I had that set up on my YouTube and stuff. To I have I have the different programs on my TV. I have YouTube on my TV and all that. I don't use it. I have before when I've pulled up the YouTube videos and stuff. It's always better watching stuff on the TV, though. But I I know there's apps and stuff, but it would be great like to get stuff really quick that can just sync up on your phone, boom, and you just it's right on your TV ready to go. And I'm pretty sure it is. There are apps that do it, I know. I just haven't I haven't done it. I'm not I don't watch this stuff enough to and and I don't want to get caught up in it too much because I, I like the way things are. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Jose says, my mom said that my dad said that he wants to die an alcoholic. I wish he didn't say something so negative, but it's his choice and I can't control that. You know, as long as, man, I tell you, man, and I don't know his situation and, and don't know, but there's a lot of people that, that drink and that are completely functional. And I say, as long as you can live your life and it doesn't take hurt things in a negative way, you're not becoming violent. You're not drinking and driving. You're not, you know, if people that work all day and they come home and I know a, a, a beautiful Latina woman that, that has a family and she's awesome. And, uh, and I dated her many years ago for a while. And she, uh, smoking hot, uh, <laughs> she, uh, she, she likes her tequila and, and she drinks it at night when most nights on it. And, uh, and, and she works a job. She's fine. She does, hasn't hurt her at all. She stays in, in good shape, great shape with it. And, uh, but it, it's her relief and it makes her, it makes her have something to, to unwind at night after working and making food dinner for her, her, her family and kids. And like, and, 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 and I always look at things and just try not to be judgmental. Like our world like creates things and says things are problems for people so they could sell them solutions too. My thing is if, if you're, there's function, there's levels to everything in life. There's people that could drink that live completely normal, healthy lives that live old to old age and don't have any negative side effects from it. And then others, you know, more severe things could have liver disease or, things but even then most of them make it pretty far with that it's just like I, I just don't if people want to drink it just if your dad as long as he's you know if he's not acting in, in in negative ways or things if it's just at home and that's just what he enjoys it's like maybe try to change the viewpoint on how you're looking at it like hey that makes my dad happy he's just saying he goes he doesn't want to give up alcohol and i'm, I'm just speculating based off it sounds, and you know, he, he says he wants to die being an alcoholic. So I'm assuming he drinks most days, if if not every day, with it. And and I don't know the the level or what he's drinking or whatnot. But you know, it, it's he's happy with it, and everything else is in place. And it's just that's one thing. Like that's just what he likes with it. And there's nothing like I think if we just learn to like, who's he hurting? He's not even if he's not. I don't know. There's just people that like it, and I love it. And I don't do. I haven't drank it now in months. But I, I love the way it makes me feel when I do it. I think I think alcohol is awesome. 
with it. I don't, but I think you have to know how to control it. And that's where you have to know how to control yourself. You can't be drinking and go hopping in your car, making bad decisions. And I learned that at a very early age and was very blessed and protected, you know, and then I've that's with anything. It's moderation. It's weed. You know, there's one thing in knowing, and like, I didn't know the, like the different sativa and indica. And when I'd smoked when I was younger, indica, it makes me heavy. It knocks me out, makes you lethargic, unmotivated with that. It's like, it, it's not beneficial to do, if I was going to smoke, it's not beneficial for me to smoke indica unless I'm doing it to go to bed with that. And then it's used as a tool that's very efficient, that's being done very strategically and right and boom and being used to my advantage. And then like sativa, people use it, it can be more motivating and more focus and energy if you do it right. And again, there's levels to all of it, but like there's people that just are living their life that are just smoking all day sleeping lying down they're just not not being productive and they're smoking indica they don't even know that they're hurting themselves right there's levels to everything it's knowing it like so you know it's water drinking too much water if we just keep i'm just on here just drinking 10 of these on here you're like jesus ryback's pounding that water today and then you read that i've been hospitalized because i drank 15 things of water really quickly and, you know, like you could die from that. Like there's just, so it's anything that we do, there, there's levels, levels to all that. But I just try to like, look at things like if he's not going to stop, he doesn't want to stop or he doesn't want to adjust or, and I don't know. Like, it's one thing if he's getting really hammered and doing bad things, saying bad things, you know what I mean? Then there, there's a problem with that. But if it's nothing's being hurt and he's my neighbor, when I was a kid, he was always drinking beer. He was the nicest guy in the world. He we, he built us a fence. Is their dog something happened? He built a fence in a matter of days. I was so impressed. He must have put back. I was out there helping with it as a kid. But he just kept drinking and drinking. And he was happier and happier. That guy and that guy. He was very nice. I never once ever. But the guy always had a beer in his hand. Always. He he knew, but he controlled. He wasn't doing hard liquor all day. He was doing beer. And he like so and he wasn't pounding him, he was just enjoying him. And I go, you know, but there's other things too. If you're doing it, if you're, you care about your body, and you know, he, he didn't look horrible, but he wasn't also he wasn't a peak physical athlete. You don't want to be doing that every day like that anyway. So but we could talk about that stuff forever, though. It's all levels, there's levels to everything. Uh, do I prefer mushrooms in my burgers or your uh, pizza? I love mushrooms, uh, uh, both, man, both. I love, I'll tell you what, I, I love sauteed uh, mushrooms with, with steak. So grill some mushrooms with the steak in there. Oh, man, some portobello mushrooms. If I'm at, if I go out and eat and they, they have mushrooms and they usually do, I, I get them. Sometimes they have a nice, like, mushroom sauce with it, too. God. Here, take my money. <laughs> Appreciate everybody joining me. We are being we are being suppressed on TikTok. I apologized again. No violations have occurred in quite some time now, and uh, they continue to to really really limit things. Looking at your questions here, guys. Thank you for joining the Ryback Show. Uh, bring my dogs to WWE. No, 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 no traveling for Sophie or little guy. 
I would never bring my dogs to to TV in any way. Excuse me. I wouldn't, you know, even in Vegas, there would be, uh, even if I had like a family member or somebody with a friend that went with me, I, I wouldn't bring my dogs to TV. I've never been big on anything. I don't like bringing, um, I never brought people to the, to the shows. Uh, my family would come to the shows in Vegas and they just sit out there. I'd never bring them backstage. I don't want that. I don't want them around that environment. I don't want to have to worry about what what's going on. I, I am laser focused and I don't like, I am very efficient on making my life as stress-free as possible in, in as many ways. And I, I, this stuff is just all how I think break it down. Like I, I see people bring all their family to WrestleMania. I go, you can't concentrate on what you're doing fully when you start doing this stuff. It's like, and this is my theory on being hungry. I really believe you have to have things in place. You have to make sure you're with the right person. You like when people, it happens to everybody almost that do this when they're not with the right person. And it happens a lot is athletes and, or fighters or people, their, their performance declines because they're not as hungry as what they once were. were. Or if they are still hungry, they're, they're, they don't, they have not. Uh, structured their lives in a way that their focus could be on what it needs to be to do things at the level that they once were. So when people start having like a family and kids, their priorities and their time starts gets taken away from them, right? Because you have to be a parent. You have to take your time is now going in energy to something different. Whereas if you're not and you're younger and this typically with younger people tend to be more focused. They don't have money. Their things, the hunger is more. And so the work ethic is more. This is why I'm so big on the power of being hungry. And you have to, if your situation changes or things and you have money, you could still be just as hungry with money as without money. The thing is, you just have to make sure your story matches your drive. And like, you have to keep finding new challenges and new things. And it, it's very, it doesn't even matter if you lie to yourself, just make up stuff that you're doing this for this. And that's why I've still kept my training. I'll tell myself and, and like with events, I'm like, I'm getting ready for that event. And I have my conditioning where I think I'm getting ready for that event. I know I'm not doing that event, but I tell myself I'm getting ready for that event because it allows me to keep that hunger on my training and my drive so that I don't, I don't let up and get like I go, oh, I'm good. I got money. I've got things. I'll be fine. I'll just turn it on whenever. No, you can't, you got to keep it on. You got to keep pushing with that. And that's the power of being hungry, that hashtag hungry. That's why like with Connor and everything with the fighting, he's still great and amazing, but his responsibilities have been in, with his business and everything is getting stretched in so many different directions. You know, if you're drinking all the time or drink, you're not, you're not, that's fine. Always, but like, you can't expect your results to be what they were when, when you were struggling and, and, and didn't have the kids and all the other distractions, right? It's a real thing with it. You can have all the, the best people in the world. You can have the best training tools. But if, if that your focus is not what it once was for the time that it was and the experience of the other things and things aren't matching up, like it could it could lead to less results on that. And that's why I'm really interested in the story of him and seeing what he's going to do if he's able to come back and, and to, to still keep putting that effort in because that is the, the toughest thing to do it in with, with the hunger levels uh, and that pay structure of how what they've done over there. So let's see here. 
Somebody says, what's the story of the writer who has filed a lawsuit accusing Vince McMahon of racism? I briefly saw that yesterday, and I don't know who the writer is. I don't know if I was there while they were there. Um, I don't. I, I read a part of the thing. It seemed pretty, just from what I saw, it seems like a, a, a lawsuit is pretty ridiculous. It sounds because you got to understand when you're when you're in the creative side of things, you're pitching ideas. You're, you guys are talking about all kinds of things. Things will come out of left field all the time with that. And sometimes, like it's like yes, that's something. And then, but like there's be things that are being discussed. I I, I think it, it that's a silly thing, and that I just think that that person who if was it a she, a woman that maybe her views and you have to remember I can always speak on things even though I have my issues with the like that I I'm telling you how things and ideas and creative that I know how things work enough where I'm like maybe she just has different views on things and she's a little more conservative and and doesn't you know it not her creativity is different than with their creativity and they she had differing viewpoints and and think that sounds like more of a personal issue and that maybe she just probably should have just left like she just maybe should have left and, and gone and worked somewhere else i i think that personally is kind of that that is something that doesn't seem like that, that that's what you for a lawsuit that's a little, a little you know i don't know everything i just saw what i saw on the thing though that sounds more like there's someone that's just looking to sue to sue on that and that there's not any real substance behind it. So, but again, don't know. And even, you know, even if say Vince is a racist, which I've been there, I've never personally seen anything with him that would, would, would suggest that he was not to say that he could or couldn't be. I don't, I just have never, I've never seen or heard anything when I was there. And I think that term gets thrown around way too, too loosely anyways, by most people. And uh, I, I just don't, this doesn't seem, you know, that's just my opinion. I, you know, it just seems like a personal issue more than anything. That wasn't the right place for her to work. And if I'm saying that in the sense of like with, with my stuff with Vince and like, you know, I think that's. Yeah, Endeavor is that we've talked about Endeavor buying WWE. I've, I've talked about that on when that all happened on on here on the past archives on the Ryback show. Um, I think it's going to be a massive, massive deal, and I think they're going to. I think UFC is going to become much more profitable, and I think the WWE is also going to become much more profitable. I think they are. It is a merging of two superpowers, and uh, my only. Uh, hope and i've talked about this and i and i wish and i would talk to vince and tell this is in my big disappointment in him is is i wish he took better care of the wrestlers that he is always they have always he's always had that never let the wrestlers that mindset never let the wrestlers know how important and valuable they are why not things would just be way better 
you'd still make a ton of money. You'd probably make even more money. But, you know, things like there's not like, why isn't there uh, a better health insurance fund for wrestlers or for people post WWE that have acquired all these different things and injuries? And I paid for all my own stuff. You know, never once has anybody, not one person in the medical or the thing, hey, how you doing? I know you needed a five disc fusion and shoulder replacement for from from working here. Are you okay? Uh, and I've never once like said, poor me. I just fixed myself. I just found a way. I knew I had to get out of that environment. The drugs you're giving me is going to completely destroy me. I have to fix myself along with my other problems I had with them. But that that was a really big one. But like you would think, you know, hey, you know. Thank you for your for your time and, and for devoting your your body and, and everything for the entertainment of everyone. Or like, hey, how you doing? How's everything? Are you okay? Nothing. This is nothing from the medical, anything. And so you just see what it is with it. And that's my big disappointment with them, that they don't actually truly cherish and value the, the workers like they should. And that's one of the things I'm really happy with AEW and I feel and the things I've heard about Tony Khan is the big difference. I don't care about much else outside of that alone makes that way more intriguing that they go, that sounds like a, a human being. They have all the money in the world, but they value human beings. They value the health of people and like the things it just seems, it's just, a, it, it's a healthier, that, that is a reflection too of the environment and other things. That's why things are typically you hear more positive or better or could be with things. And that that's a reflection from the top down. But that's my big disappointment, like in Vince and not in the in Hunter too, like with that. That, that is, it's it's such a old school, carny, outdated, silly thing. But they they tried, and this is what with UFC they underpay people, and they 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 are whoring out human lives, and and they they Vince created and bought all the competition where people had no voice or no th- no no no. Uh, leverage in the contracts and negotiating better deals wwe always like don't would tell you don't have agents don't have they they would literally it was known and that was bred into us in developmental not to have agents they won't you're not you will get fired at some point and like and i've seen people that before they ever got up there that like tried to have concerns or questions on things they just let them go on it and you're just like whoa with it and so that's the environment they breed where you just here take what we give you and like it's really messed up, man. But that's why I talked about all this. So people getting into the business now, there's other options. It's not as bad as as there, and hopefully they clean up some of this stuff over time. But it's uh, you know most of the people there aren't going to talk about it, if not any, because so many people are scared. That's how their only way they make their income on things, and it is what it is. <clears throat> the WWE stuff, no, a lot of that, I, uh, as far as all that, you you figure out once you're there. It's not stuff that before none of us were aware of. It's in, it's they they do that in developmental too. They breed uh, fear into developmental talents through different things and the trainers and the people they have, and they will have them just subtly, kind of teach them things that behavior wise, so they don't ask questions. You know, you got a talent that's going up and, and Hunter, they offer a deal to, and he comes back down to NXT and, you know, Sean just says, you know, Hey, just, this is just go along with it. You know, 
just go along with it. What are you probably going to just go along with it rather because he's telling you, but then you got to, it makes it very difficult. You can't, and they, it, it's where it's just odd. There's no, they, all this stuff. And that's why I fought for that. That's why I won. I knew the truth though. And, uh, but that's why they're, they're trying to silence me and, and doing, have silenced me with it is because they try, they want to ruin the reputation. I think if you listen to me, no, you know, I'm not an idiot. I'm not, I'm not perfect. I'm not, I don't know everything. I far from it with it, but, but I have common sense and, and, and decency on that. And then I just, and I don't like, I don't like bad people. I never have. And it, it's, it, it's one of the most disappointing things when you see, when you were expecting it to be a little different. And you've heard how many other talk about it. And the ones that don't are just afraid and just avoid it. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Ryback Show. Guys, I'm going to have to, uh, I don't want this show. We'll do one more super chat. I'm getting, I don't know why I'm getting a low battery. Everything is hardwired here, plugged in. Hulk says not to target anyone specifically, but do you feel some of the Hall of Fame inductees have veered towards the Hall of Nostalgia? Some people who are getting in are very questionable, in my opinion. I don't think I think everyone's going to have their opinions on different. I don't. I think it depends on what, what it, it's. It's physical acting. Everything's open to interpretation, and what you like isn't what everybody likes. And so you have to remember, there's people of different styles and different things that are going in on things that maybe you weren't a fan of, but other people are a fan of. And I think it's just realizing that's the one thing, that's the biggest problem with, with fans and marks and, and like is more so marks that argue and marks I use in a word for negative people in general. It's just negative wrestling fans with that. Cause being an obsessed, positive, good fan is you just love it. You're happy with it. That's not a problem. It's the, it's the, the, the negative, hateful, ones and that argue and but they don't understand like and don't respect all the different styles or the different the different uh attributes that talent have and and, and strengths and things and in, in that people bring in and you know qualities that make a pro wrestler because being a pro wrestler is not just doing moves it's just a little small part of the whole process with it and it's so and uh but you know it's like it, it, the acrobatic wrestle i just saw another video and i'm gonna veer off on this for a second, but I think everyone that going into the hall of fame, they're chosen. It's their hall of fame. Why, why brother, you're going to die. I'm going to die. Are you, are you, do you think that when you, wherever we go, we go to heaven, wherever we go, do you think that that's going to even be even remotely? Do you think you're going to, your soul's going to be in like a room with other, other fans or marks or whoever with the hall of fame. And then like, like you guys are going to be discussing having debates in heaven about like, who should be in the Hall of Fame? Like it's so like, why does that even matter? It all gonna it all could be gone like that with a nuke, anyways. Doesn't who cares? It's just a thing. Honor somebody while they're here or not here. People remember them. Their family get to feel good about it. Like why why be upset or why who like? There's so much other stuff going on. There's fucking kids that can't fucking eat every day. Like let, let's why is that, that? You know what I mean? Like. Being upset, like Coco, beware, whoever, random person, somebody you don't think should be in. Like, I just like, I'm like, why are we giving any thought to that? Like, it's pretty silly in the grand scheme of things. Somebody asked, Do I act like a big tough guy when I'm out in the city or no? Oh, I peacock the hell. I have my chest, but my 
big lats flared out, imaginary lat syndrome, really, really all cranked up. Get myself, oh man, peacocked out, chest out, fluff up the 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 the, the little big guy, make sure everything's just just feeling good. Now I'm the big guy. You bow down, kiss my feet, Mark. No, I just keep my head normal, normal, walk, do, do my stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't. How do you act like a big tough guy? Like, like do you think I go around like shoving people on the ground? I make room for the big guy. I go to the, use the bathroom and the handicap stall is locked and I rip the door off and throw the guy out because I want to just be in there because it's also the big guy's bathroom. I like a little extra shoulder space. Space. No, I don't. That would be absolutely insane to do that. Just looking for problems. God. And just what do you walk around? Just push old ladies down. Ryback rules. Like, I don't. Oops, pop that up there. We'll talk about that tomorrow. Mystery method on there. Guys, with that, we're going to wrap up today's show. We're at an hour and a half, a little over that. And uh, always agree, appreciate all the love and support. We'll be back on Monday for another Ryback show. The guy takes his weekends off and got a feeding. To, we'll have a new feeding time video out tomorrow. So stay tuned. Please check in for the new feeding time here on Ryback TV. And uh, check out my Feed Me More Nutrition and all the Ryback merch on feedmemore.com. Guys, you can save 30% today. Discount code HUNGRY30, HUNGRY30 on feedmemore.com until midnight Pacific to get 30% off. And uh, yeah, that's that. Thank you again, as always. And until next time, my friends, stay hungry. Feed me more. Backers, don't forget to hit that like button, smash that subscribe, and shell shock those notifications for the best supplements on the planet with Feed Me More Nutrition and all the latest cool new Ryback merch. Visit FeedMeMore.com.